Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the USMLE Guys podcast. Today, we're diving into a short clip from one of our recent USMLE Coaches Corner Live episodes on YouTube. This is a quick tip that you can take and immediately use to boost your USMLE Step 1 and or Step 2 CK exam performance and results. If you find this tip to be useful and you want to ace your USMLE exams with certainty in less time and with ease, visit us at usmleguys.com to learn how we can help you make it happen. Now let's dive into today's episode. So this is actually something we talked about a lot earlier, how to be an exceptional candidate, even if you have no idea what you're doing. So A, if you don't have any idea what you're doing, make sure you check out our residency coaching. If you're completely Mm -hmm. lost and you want help and you are willing to invest in yourself in your future, go to usmlyguys.com slash RRMP and we will help make it easy. But really at the end of the day, if you want to be the most exceptional candidate, there's a few things you need to do. If you really want to look better than everyone else, and like I said earlier, it doesn't matter what school you went to, what you want to do is this. A, know exactly what you want. I know a lot of students say, I'm in third, fourth year, I don't know what I want. You better figure it out because if you don't know what you want, you're going to be stuck in a scenario where you're not going to get anything because if you have to be focused on a goal, it's, it's like anything in life. If you don't know what you're shooting for, you're never going to get it because you don't, you can't just say, I don't know what I want to do. And then just, what do you do? You don't know. You have to have a goal, figure it out. Then you have a B is you have to have a plan to get there. I mentioned AAMC.org, right? Go there, find out what criterion are, are uh, the most successful students have met, write it down and then chip away at it. Very, very simple. And then once you've written that down and you start chipping away, be disciplined enough to consistently execute so that by the time you're finished third year, maybe halfway through fourth year, you are already positioned so well that the only thing left for you to do is write a killer personal statement and apply. And if you can do that, if you can do those things, I don't care if you went to, you know, uh, some random school in the middle of the uh, Pacific Ocean, or if you went to uh, UCLA, if you look like a stud on paper and you actually achieved everything that you have on paper, you're a great candidate and you'll be better than 99%. And to be quite honest, you'll be better than 99.9% of the Caribbean students you're applying against. We know that 65 to 70% of Caribbean students match. You'll, you'll be, it'll be easy for you. So aim to beat everybody and you'll still come out way on top. See, many students know what they want or they think they know what they want. They're, they're in love with surgery. They're in love with OBGYN, but they don't have a plan. Yeah. And they might ha- they might have some plan from some friend, but then they don't have the will to execute. See, that's what happens. So you have to really make sure that you have all those three steps in order. And yeah, man, there's a lot of naysayers out there and don't do this. You can't do this. You can't go there. You can't become a surgeon. Well, many doctors we know, men and women, especially women from the Caribbean become surgeons. You know, yep. usually it was male dominant, not anymore. Not anymore, guys. You just got to really have that will to say, you know what? You're saying no. I'll see you when I'm in residency. And there yeah. it is. That's what yeah. it comes down I've to. seen so many, um, you know, like, you know, every year when match match come, match happens, everyone posts on Instagram. I saw a lot this year females in surgery. It's something like you said, usually you think males are going into surgery. Females are going into surgery. Um, uh, males going to OB-GYN. A lot of females go into GU. I mean, yeah. you know, whatever you like, shoot for it. And it's completely possible. You just have to know what it takes and then be willing to execute. If you got those things 
you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, think of it. Those people who say, you know, a lot of doctors that call us, right? They ask us questions about step one, step two, residency, and we ask them, "What kind of specialty are you thinking about?" Well, I love it all, or I'm not sure. I'm, I have a passion for surgery, but then we find out later they go, "Well, yeah, if I don't get the scores, I'll just go for family." I'm like, how does that work? Yeah. How do you go from surgery to like pediatrics? Two different specialties. I mean, unless you love both, you're gonna let a score dictate your life. Now, yeah, if you're not prepared. I'm sorry to say, that's what happens. If you're not、yeah. ready to play the game, then a score will push you to a wrong direction. But if you know ahead in advance what you need to do, what a perfect applicant is required of in that particular specialty, which you can just Google, we give you all those links, start yourself. Then why don't you apply yourself and be that applic- the applicant that they're looking for? Scores, LORs, experience, observerships, externships, you name it. They want it. You got to give it to them, or、Absolutely. they won't go for you. They'll go for somebody else. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. I hope you found that to be helpful. If you want more, be sure to check out our other episodes right here on the USMLE Guys podcast. And if you're ready to dive in and simplify your USMLE prep process, don't forget to head over to usmleguys.com. I'll see you all on the next episode. Oh, 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 o